This is a headgum podcast. Hey, Bell Babies. Uh, we are starting the episode just like, you know, you would start a day with something to eat, you know? And sometimes you're thinking, hey, I want something sweet like I was a child, you know, a nice sugary crazy cereal when I was a kid, have a toy in it, that kind of stuff. And you know what? We can't eat that as adults anymore. We can't even eat that as kids anymore. Let's be honest. The days are gone where we would slide into the kitchen with our little pajamas with the foots on, the little footies on them. I don't slide into anywhere. No, I, yeah, at my weight, not a chance. So... I yeah, crash so, into my know, you, I crash my wife into the refrigerator and spill. Yeah, it's horrible. It'd be, it'd be horrible. It'd be bad. It'd so, be bad. So this is why we love Magic Spoon. We've talked about it a bunch of times, and we're not gonna stop because it is so delicious. It is an amazing, amazing cereal that has the protein in it. So you know what? Sometimes we talk about protein powders in here and it's like, man, you kind of get sick of just shaking up stuff all the time. So knowing that you're getting good protein in your breakfast from a cereal that tastes delicious, guys, Magic Spoon is doing it. Yeah, why have dust when you can have crunchy cereal? You know what I mean? (laughs) Come on. You know what I mean? So, you know that um, Magic Spoon is zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net carbs, grams of carbs in every serving. Love it. And it's only like 140 calories a serving. So (laughs) each serving has all those things that are fantastic. Right. It's uh, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carbon, GMO-free. Checking all the right boxes for the Bell Babies. Yeah. And we've got some exciting news, dudes. Magic Spoon has released a super delicious new flavor, birthday cake. Birthday cake Magic Spoon will be available in a special five-pack for limited time only. So get it while you can. Ooh, get that birthday cake. Or if you're not into the birthday cake flavor, which... I promise you, you will be. You can also build your own box. You can have a bunch of available flavors to build your own custom bundle. And those are uh, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. I rock the peanut butter. I love that. Fl- yeah. Yeah. It feels like hearty. It does. You know, and, it, and, and there's a, that, that peanut butter flavor reminds me of, you know, when I started getting a little bit old, like we're talking high school and you're like, I'm going to put some peanut butter in my, you know, I'm you know a grown I mean? man. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown man. I need some school. peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a sophomore. I am 14 years old. Yeah. I've been doing this um, where I'm mixing the frosted and cinnamon to get like a little, like a Danish feel, like a little cinnamon, Ooh. cinnamon bun feel. I'll talk about it. Let's do that. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of people do the, uh, the peanut butter, the cocoa and, and peanut butter for a peanut butter cup. Great. But try the, <sighs> try the frosted. I didn't even do that. I haven't done that. Oh, I've bro. just, done, I've, I've just stuck to the single flavors cause I love them the way they are. All right, man. But, but I'll do a little mix and match. Mix and I'll match. I'll do a little fusion. We're yeah. doing a little fusion with it. Absolutely. Oh, and guess what? Bell babies out there. Y'all know that I'm in Vancouver and you know, Magic Spoon comes to Canada too. Yes. Did you know that? So if you're listening in Canada and you're out here while I'm out here, or you're just out here because this is your life, which I applaud you for that too, because it's pretty awesome out here. Magic Spoon now ships here as well. I love it. Yeah. You Canadians out there who are with me, get some Magic Spoon as well. Also, you Bell Babies who are Canadian, I'm out here, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Look them up.
Look yeah. him up. Eugene's up with our neighbors to the north, man. Killing so it. Go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or to customize your bu- your bundle of cereal and just try it today, guys. And be sure to use the promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. This or- order, this offer is now good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use our code to ch- at checkout. Okay, so dumbbells promo code at checkout. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a one hundred percent happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your delicious bowl of gluten-free cereal at MagicSpoon.com/dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save five dollars off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Let's start this episode. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we am Eugene Cordero. And moi, I'm Ryan Stanger. We have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of birth science. So, please keep in mind that we're not doctors. Never claim to be. No, just a couple of dumbbells lower. So some fitness, yeah. I want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. We just cut a great promo coming off of that Dan Black episode, baby. Yeah, buddy. Giving him some more wrestling love. We got to have him back right away because, God. He's he, so he could, funny. He, he can keep talking about wrestling. He can keep talking about working out. Like, he loves it. Like, he's right he's in the a, pocket right now. He's man. a character. I like the way his brain works. Yeah. Um, yeah, Stangs, here we are. Here, here we are. So let me just lay this, let me just roadmap this laid, really quick. Let's lay the land. Okay, so people know that Eugene's been in Canada. We don't know for what. We're going to discuss that and what he can tell us about what's happening up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Exciting, cool stuff. A little bit of that, a little catch up with us. We're going to talk about greasing the groove. Yes. Um, the GTG, which uh, somebody had uh, asked us about a while ago. We both had kind of heard about it peripherally, but didn't know a ton about it. Yeah. And we're curious. So I pulled up like a synopsis and I will clumsily walk us through what it is. And we'll, and Eugene and I will discuss and then see if it leads to further discussion from you guys. And then we also have a couple of listener questions that we'll pepper in as well. Yes. So a lot to, a lot to, uh, a lot go to do. Over. So it's just going to be the, uh, two of us just chatting it up and getting uh, getting you guys some info and also giving you a little, you know, uh, a little bit more info about us and what yeah. we've been doing, man. Well, I've been excited to hear about this, what you're filming, and um, yeah, it, so, it, it is really cool. You know, like uh, in the last few episodes, I have been talking about my little quarantine for 14 days up here in Vancouver. Couldn't talk about what it was about. Could talk about how rough the quarantine was, but at the same time, how I kind of locked into it and uh, and felt pretty happy about it. But the main reason I was happy about it was a couple of things. Um, I found myself a routine again, you know, just yeah. because it's <laughs> really, really tough to be away from my family. That's probably the hardest thing about this whole thing. Um, but, uh, at the you same make, time, hey, you're I, coming out, you're coming out of shooting a show and yes. having uh, little kids to deal with. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then I, I was able to lock in a routine and, and it is, I get it. It is so easy to just kind of fall into kind of sitting around and it did take a lot for me mentally to get excited and, and try to make a routine a thing. And, and you know what? Uh, we, 
I think Stanger and I talk about this off mic all the time and maybe a couple of times on mic, but the Dumbbells podcast for me um, keeps me accountable for it. Yeah, I'm dude. like, I can't spend two weeks and, um, and, and just lay around on a couch and catch up on a bunch of shows. Like I need to be active so I can talk about it on the show, but also for myself and feel like, you know, I'm in a, in a good place. And also, you know, this movie that I'm shooting out here, I don't want to, you know, I, I want to feel good about myself and I want to bring my best foot forward. So my two weeks quarantine were, were rough for the family stuff and stuff. And all of that. But as far as getting my nutrition locked in, were you going to say family stuff and stuff, family stuff and stuff, family, <laughs> family stuff and things, things and stuff and stuff. Uh, we're right. We're right after Mother's Day. You, yeah. did, you did have to leave your wife alone on yes. Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. yeah. And Brutal. there's a chance that, you know, I might not be back home in time for um, my 10 year wedding anniversary. Oh boy. So, you know, there's a lot that is um, sacrificed for this. Plus Trish has the impossible duty of taking care of a toddler and a baby. Well, for, fortunately your, your son's a chill, chill, passive little dude. Not today, baby. <laughs> not right now. Boy, not, not an animal. That's a, a true wild man. That's a, a true wild man. Usually. But yeah. now that there's a little sister involved, the jealousy, bud, oh. I have never seen it ever. And I get it. He has spent three and a half years of his life you know, just getting all of the love and all of the attention and anything he wanted, not in a way that he is spoiled, but in a way that he gets the, you know, like at well, least listening and, and attention of him. That was his reality. I, yeah. It's so wild because he, until and the, you- and, and the first half of quarantine, six months. Yeah. It was mommy and daddy at home all the time, making sure that we were all having fun, bud. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's this interesting thing too, where you, until you go through it, you don't realize how intense it is. And then you, you get worried, but then you figure out that it's just, it's textbook. Like you can find it in a book, like the, the, the kid will behave this way when this happens. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this but is what then we're... the way to deal with it is a billion different new Googles. Yeah. Because you're oh, like, yeah. that ain't my kid. That ain't my kid. That ain't my yeah. kid. Well, this is kind of my kid. Whoop. Tried that. That didn't work. That didn't yeah. work. That yeah. didn't work. And then it's just like, he just loves that time, man. And then like any time that is away from him and he's at that age, any time away from him, he doesn't register that you have spent the whole morning with him. So then the yeah. afternoon, you know, goes to Alice. It's like, nope, I don't care that I spent the whole morning with you. I need you right now because you're not paying attention to me. Yeah, you get no credit. No you could, credit. You could literally, you know, build the the car racing track for seven hours. And the second you're done, it's just like, oh, that's it? Yeah. And you're like, hey, what about the eight hours I put in? Right. Man? No credit. And you know I me. I take a piss. You know me. I'm all about my credits, baby. <laughs> um, anyways. You lead, you lead with them. Uh, I lead with my credits. I, um, but yes, so I've found a nice routine. Oh, and um, I think it's um, on their public YouTube page. I, I know I talk about street parking all the time that, uh, you know, I, I lock down with their workouts because I've really found it to be awesome for me. I am so excited to con continue to do it. And one of the things that they have is this maintenance section. And I talk about how I've been stretching a lot more and all that stuff. But I've been doing this thing called morning coffee almost every morning while I'm making my coffee. It's, a, it's only like seven minutes. The video is maybe 12 minutes with explanations and everything. Um, 
Um, but it's roughly seven to 10 minutes of morning stretch from like sitting up in bed and, and moving through some yoga poses just to like get your body feeling warm. And uh, we'll be able to link to it, I think, because I think it's public or I'll put it in the dumbbell stories so that you can swipe to it and, uh, and, and possibly, you know, add it to your curriculum in the morning because um, it doesn't take that much time at all. And it's just a nice feeling to like, you know, get uh, your body warmed up, get your shoulders, get your legs really fired up for the yeah. day. And it, it feels great, you know, and he ends it. Um, and it's the same video. So I'll just press play again. I, I almost know it exactly by heart now. So I just play it. And I don't even think I ha- care if the video's up or not. I just listen to it as I'm doing the mo- the movements. And it's just so nice. And he ends it just by going like, do you need, do you still need coffee now? If you do grab it, if you don't, then, you know, start your day. And I'm like, I still need it. I'm not going to lie to anybody. I still need plenty of it, but I'm happy that I did that. Yeah. Do both rocket fuel, man. So it's, um, it's pretty great. It's called, um, morning coffee by street parking, uh, on YouTube. If you can find it great, if you want to wait for the link or you want to look at the link in our dumbbells, um, story, you can do that as well. Um, but I'll, I'll put it up so everybody, all the bell babies out there can do it. But that has helped me. Um, you know, another thing that has helped me a ton is I've had time to, you know, zoom with my therapist the last Mm. few weeks, um, without worrying about, you know, what I had to do next necessarily. And, uh, and that's been huge. Uh, just because I'm dealing with a lot of, you know, still dealing with a lot of grief and, um, and which kind of leads me into this, um, what I'm working on right now is the Joe Coy movie called Easter Sunday. And, uh, it was announced in, you know, all of this stuff. So I, I can talk about, you know, what it is and the premise of it and all that kind of stuff right now, or the, the point of it, but it's produced by um, Dan Lin at Rideback, who does the Lego movies and Aladdin and all that stuff. So it's big. Ever and, heard of those? And um, and Steven Spielberg uh, is ever heard it. of him? And uh, so Warhorse. It's huge. Warhorse is huge. You ever heard of Warhorse? You ever, you ever heard, heard of, of Ready Player One? You ever heard of Catch Me If You Can? <laughs> um, but all uh, this big, nineteen forty-two. But yeah. Um, Huge deal. So huge, huge deal. fucking deal. Jurassic Park. Yeah. E.T. Come on. E. Let's get, come let's on. get the real ones out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, saving private Ryan. I don't come know. On. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's Schindler's list. He is what Hollywood is, man. He is. And he's producing Joe Coy's movie that is, um, telling a Filipino story, um, on Easter Sunday. And, um, and it's huge. It's a huge thing for me culturally. Um, it's a huge thing career wise, just because I've been so focused and so, um, proud to like bring my heritage to all of my work and never hide it. And, you know, uh, Stanger knows, you know, you go through it and I've been going through it where nobody knew what I was what my mix was or what it, whatever, but I'd never looked Asian enough. I never looked Hispanic enough because I'm not Hispanic. I'm not even Asian. I'm Filipino. Like, and that's a mix of Asian and Pacific Islander that we're almost in our own category. So we don't even know where to go uh, when you check the boxes. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, we don't make up that much of the United States, but everybody knows if you've been to a hospital that 
one of your goddamn nurses is probably Filipino. <laughs> or if you have a nanny that there's a nanny around that was probably that. Or if you have people in your life that have, you know, taken you in, then it's a Filipino family. And that's how we feel. And it's been such a huge, you know, part of my upbringing, obviously, since both of my, since I'm 100% Filipino American and, uh, and it's just, uh, to be able to tell our story and for it to mix with English and Tagalog and Taglish, which is basically what everybody speaks, which is a mix of both and have that in the movie and have us just being us is such a huge, huge thing. And, um, um, and, and it's, it's just amazing. And Joe Coy is, you know, is, is at the top of, you know, um, uh, our, um, our call sheet and he's, he's the top dog in the movie and we couldn't ask for a better leader. I mean, he is, he is the trailblazer for Filipinos in comedy. If you don't know Filipinos, there's a good chance you still do do know who Joe Coy is. And he probably let you into the world of Filipinos because you know Mm -hmm. who he is. And, um, and it's, it's remarkable. And, and the fact that he, uh, is able to do this and he is able to do it right now is huge. And, you know, Spielberg, you know, greenlit this before the hashtag stop Asian hate stuff. Like he was ready for this story a while back and he made it and he's making it happen. And that's, that's, what's so important is that we're going to have a voice. We're going to be able to do this thing and we're not going to hit you over the head with it. We're just going to live in it and hope that everybody sees it, you know? Well, I mean, you, you could speak to this much, much better than I could, but I mean, just watching you go through it. So it's just this interesting thing where I get to watch Eugene at UCB. And when you get to, when you're allowed to just do whatever you do, total star, watch him on stage. Great. And then when you, when you would go out to act and stuff, oftentimes it was to support some kind of white story. Yeah. Uh, and then you'd, you know, and then you'd be relegated to just some vaguely Asian character or something. Oh, buddy. And it wouldn't even come to me until they op- they haven't found who they're looking for and they're opening up to all ethnicities. Yeah. Like I won't see a breakdown until it says all ethnicities, because even if it has Asian in the breakdown, there's a good chance I'm not going to even go in for that. And, and people get all weird about when you talk about the realities of this stuff. And it was like, that kind of shit is fine if there were actual sp- roles that you could take where you're like, Oh yeah, Eugene is Filipino in this. And you know, but if that's the only thing you're getting is just this kind of weird, vague, vague category, all ethnicities, it can be soul crushing and it can be extremely challenging, you know, so to have something that's just, just a true down the line Filipino story where you get to, you know, hear the native language and yes. the jokes and what's con- what's funny about it for everybody, not just yes. for Filipino people, yeah. but for everybody. It's fucking exciting. And we're so focused on, we're not too making, long. It's, yeah. And we're not making fun of ourselves. We're just living the lives and we're, you're not going to laugh at us. You're hopefully going to laugh with us and we, we can't wait. And I, I just, you know, like that time of all ethnicities, I know that, um, feels like I'm saying it's a negative and ultimately it is, but I have completely turned it into a positive in my career because anytime I'd see it, that means to me that whatever that part is, they don't know what they want anymore. So if I just bring who I am and I can just be me, then if they choose me, then that's what they wanted. And then I can, I started having the confidence in that 
for the all ethnicity things and know like, oh, they don't know. So now I don't have to be in a box that doesn't fit me Um, because they could never put me in a box, which is why I couldn't book anything for a long time. Yeah. And now that there was no box, um, it opened it up to a place where I was the most comfortable and where I thrive, I feel. And, um, And now again, that it goes full circle to this place where it is, uh, I'm auditioning for a part that is specifically me and I can audition as me for me, then I'm happy. I mean, the part, real talk, if you look at the announcement for it, I'm playing a character named Eugene. (laughs) There's not that many Filipinos named Eugene. So um, I'm lucky that, uh, that... I got to audition for it and I still read for it and I was happy to read for it. And, you know, there was other Filipino actors out there that I love and, you know, who also are reading for it. And I'm like, Hey man, if you can beat me at me, (laughs) go, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that movie. I'll be there to 1 million percent support anyway, because I want it to be a place where I am competing against my peers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I want somebody that I'm excited to see on screen, on stage, um, that, uh, that did it, that did that part in a way that I didn't get it. And I love that. I love that kind of competition. I'm, you know, I'm excited for it. I mean, that's part of working out and, you know, the thing too, of like competing with yourself, but also having a little bit of a competitive thing with other people. And that, that drives me. And I'm happy that that we're opening up the door for hopefully a lot more of that. And, um, you know, so, so it's great, but then that's also why the therapy stuff is happening too, because even though it's the Filipino story and all of this stuff, uh, um, the being around this many Filipinos and, uh, and, and being on a set that has so many traditions. And I mean, I'm talking about even our stand-ins are Filipino and even like the prop, master is Filipino, making sure that it's all happening. And you smell the food, you see the clothes, you see the way that everybody's acting. Um, it's hard. It's, it's great. And then it's really fucking hard. Uh, cause it makes me miss my dad. It makes me oh, yeah. miss my mom. It's like real. And it hits me randomly in the middle of fucking joking and having a ball. I'm just like, fuck man, they would be so proud of me, but they would also be, they're also represented in this that it's just hard to look at and feel that and know that they're not uh, here for it is just like, you know, I'm going through like a huge mental fucking game out here and I'm by myself and my family's not here. (laughs) Oh my God. So, you know, like, and I know this is so dumb, um, but Trish talks about it too. And we need to have her back on the pod if she'll ever talk to me sometimes, but because she's going through it, but, um, being able to move my body and just exercise just to get my body to like, get it out. feels so good. I know people hate to hear that if you're not in it and you haven't started yet, but if you start that journey and you just go for a walk and you just like, let your body start to let some sweat out. It's like you're, you you know, I, it's like you're letting your body cry for a little bit, you know, and just getting your whole body to just breathe and it, fe- it, it feels great. And if you haven't started your fitness journey now, n- now's the time to just let yourself experience that. Here, here's how you can look at it. You throw away anything you know about Eugene or me in this podcast or whatever. So here you just have some guy saying, look, 
I, uh, I'm going through a, a hell of a time with my parents right now, and I'm having a major life moment that's bringing up all kinds of emotions that are challenging for me. And pure and simple, I feel better after I exercise a little bit. That's it. So take, yeah. look at that information, yeah. take it however you want. There's nothing loaded to it. It's just, that's, that's the reality of it. I do feel better after I exercise, you know, you could, you could look at the chemicals of it, you know, endorphins or whatever, right. whatever it is, dopamine, something's happening there, but I don't know. I don't know. It's there but for yeah. you. It's but free. I'm here. I'm uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and exercise is there for you. And, um, and you know, we're, where it's, it's helping so much. And you know what, having some good things to eat. So I don't feel like garbage. So then I feel like I can exercise. I feel like I can get these long days in, um, are awesome. And, um, man, God, if we could get Joe on this podcast to talk about everything, man, he would love it. He would be amazing. What do you do? He'll do it. Right. Can you I get think him? So. I mean, he has been nothing but like, he's become like in, I mean, I've only been out of quarantine for about a week yeah. um, and, and have been able to hang out with him. And, and we didn't really know, know each other before this, but boy, we have gotten close very fast. And, um, and he is great people, man. He's funny as hell, dude. I, I used to watch him way back on the Chelsea Handler show when it was on E. Yeah. 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 He'd crush. He crushed it. Yeah. Bring God, it. Bringing yeah. it, man. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, consistently funny, funny, funny standup about his son, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause he's got, he's, he's got a son. Like he had a son when he was pretty young. Yeah. So his son, you know, so he had like funny kind of teenage stories about his son and does his son's voice and all that. Like, it was, and he's sacrificing too. I mean, he just, he missed his son's 18 birth, 18th birthday because he was in quarantine for this. Yeah. Like he's because they're, they're super close. Yeah, yeah. That's, in, that's intense. So this is like everybody is giving up a lot to give a lot back. And I know that I'm like so pro this, but I, I just because <laughs> of the way that it feels for me, I, it can't in my mind and in my heart. It's not going to be bad. It can't be. No, no. And um, and I'm 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 going to hope that all the bell babies will support it. Um, and you know, and shit, we'll be up to like, I don't know, 300, 400 episodes by then, uh, <laughs> you know, when it comes out next, hopefully around Easter, but, uh, yeah, that'd be the, that'd be ideal. Yeah. Next, uh, next spring. So whatever, uh, we're that doing was that the now. president's plan for the coronavirus to be over with yeah. Easter. <laughs> so get him on, get him involved if you can. Yeah, sure. He's pretty good at making the Easter deadline. Good work. Um, but yeah, so that's, um, that's what's happening over here in, um, Ca Casa Vancouver Cordero. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it feels good, man. It feels great. Um, you know, obviously having my challenges, but my workouts are good. I, uh, you know, I have my exercise ball up here. I have my, my adjustable dumbbells and I'll be honest, everybody talks and I have those blow flex ones, the bow flex ones at home Yeah, and I love them. And, but every once in a while, those little switchy things get a little bit, you know, like you have to make sure that they're in the right place, all that stuff. These old school power block ones where you just like slide it in the side. I know yeah. they feel like, you know, Venice Beach 1989, but boy, <laughs> they hold up, man. They do. You feel sturdy. They, you don't feel like they're going to fall on you. You don't feel like they're going to fall on you, even though it's a piece of plastic holding like 50 pounds together. <laughs> For some reason, and it's just like the little plastic, you know, yeah, nub, 
like yeah. holding one side of it. You're like, ah, something feels, kind of- yeah, it, it it's for some reason it still feels sturdy. And you know, I, I mean, I'm not doing skull crushers with them because no. shit. Uh, yeah. I, I don't do those anyway. Cause I don't want to bust anything on my forehead, but yeah. And also a- it's like, don't overhead tricep extensions are the same thing. Yeah. Why, why would I have to lie on my back and why do I want to do the one that's that skull crushing? Yes. Yeah. The name is awesome, but come on. It's an awesome name, but it also should maybe warn you off them a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Ass tearing. Ass tearing. Yeah. Ball crunching. You wouldn't do "Ah, it. You wouldn't do an ass tearing squat. No. Yeah. You know, you do a back squat. You do a back squat. Yeah. 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 You wouldn't Uh, do like, you know, Anything that would crush your nuts either, you know? Yeah. Eye gougers. Mm, no, thanks. <laughs> no, no, I'll take, I'll do something else. Yeah, sure. I'll do bicep I'll stick, Yeah, I'll stick to pull-ups. Uh, so what also I wanted to ask you about how has it been using the stationary bike with the app? Has that? Oh, buddy. Well, so, uh, you know, I, I, um, I don't consider myself completely computer, computer savvy, but you know, I kept this podcast going for a while and and we'll try to figure that kind of stuff. But, um, so then I got like a couple of dongles, you know, like the little things that connect things to things and blah, blah, blah. So I was able to, uh, and I brought my Roku with me. So I was able to dongles. Yeah. It's like a thing that like will connect things. No, 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 no. That's a dingle. (laughs) Don't put your dick into the fucking exercise nah, 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 bike. Nah. So I put my dick into the uh, HDMI cable, <laughs> and then it, it 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 broadcasts inside my head. <laughs> um, no, no, no. So uh, you know, I I so I hook up the Roku to the TV because there's only one HDMI output on this TV for the apartment. So then I'm like splitting the cable in that one. Put my Roku in. Do the Peloton app the specific app for Roku, like roll out this bike, put it right in front of the big screen TV. Oh, wow. Great. And then just play it. And then I'm just doing, you know, my Alex Toussaint and my Cody Rigsby, you know, rides on that. And then, you know, just following along with my Apple watch, uh, if I remember to hit it, but if not, I'm just like, this is my cardio and, you know, did you um, get one of those, like those, um, cadence trackers? I didn't, uh, you we know, I get just, you one of those. I just kind of, um, cause that'll, you know, the cadence will come up on the screen. Yeah. Well, the cadence only comes up on the screen. If you have the bike, Yeah, if you use any of the apps, cadence never shows up. You have to just listen. No, I think you can get, I think you can get to oh, really? the, the cadence will come up on the screen. If you oh, wow. use one of these little, ha- I'll, I'll look it up and I'll send it to you if we yeah. can get that. Yeah. That, it'd be cool. Just, for, I'm, I know it's working for you now, but just to experiment to see. If, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is, is that I do have a, um, uh, not the, wait, which one is the one where, oh no, sorry. I, there's a cadence tracker. There is a cadence tracker on the bike. Yeah. So I'm able to do the cadence. I like, there's a little screen. Uh, it's just like, you know, it has like, um, your pulse and stuff, but also the cadence on that one. I, there is something, if you get one of those little, like, like the Wahoo things or whatever, I think right. it co- will, you'll be able to see it on the app. I oh, think. wow. I, f- I feel like well, I remember. Either way, be as far as cadence up. is concerned, it's right on the, the bike handlebars. Yeah. So I, I can look at it the same way and I just check down to see if I'm within 80 Range, to 100. Yeah. The thing that they don't have is, um, 
is, you know, the resistance. So I've yeah. just kind of had to gauge the resistance, but that's good. You know, I just had to, I've just had to listen a little bit harder so that you I adjust. can remember. Yeah. yeah. But I love it, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going crazy on it. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing like 45 minute hour rides because honestly the seat's not as comfy. <laughs> um, and, um, but I did get, I, I went to a bike shop here and I brought my shoes and I went to the bike shop and I got the clips oh, for great. this bike. So I clip in, so it, it feels great, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm still, so I'm still doing that a couple of days. I'm still doing, um, some of the yoga and the stretching stuff through the Peloton app. So yeah, that's, that's, that's been cool. my, my active, uh, rest days. I've been doing like a 30 minute groove ride or something like that, or just a just ride for, you know, what are other people in the movie doing to train? Do they just have kind of a similar in their room set up like you do? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have their um, bikes as well. Um, you know, cause Goy to, works out, doesn't he? Does, is he just hitting the weights in his room? Um, I, he has the bike also in there, yeah. but he said that, um, his clothes look great on it. <laughs> so at this point, I think he's just put clothes on it. Um, yeah. But I, I think he's doing a, a certain amount of calisthenics and stuff. Um, uh, an actor who was also on Wrecked with me, and we were also in The Mandalorian together, Asif Ali. Mm -hmm. We should have him on the pod since he's here as well. He's been hitting the gym pretty hard or working out pretty hard. He's got a little bit of a setup in his, but, um, you know, uh, due to the COVID restrictions, they don't want us using the public gym in the a building. Um, but every time I've gone down there and checked it out, there's been nobody in there. There's been a couple of people that are there and use the gym. I guess that's a big personal training gym, like a private uh, gym. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So then I'll go down there and I'll see that somebody is training somebody, but I will knock on the door, open it and ask them like, how long do you have this session for? Do you have one after this? And if they say no, then I've been going down you when there's nobody in there. Shoulder roll in there and do some barbell stuff. And do barbell stuff. Yeah. 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 And Asif has been doing the same thing. And, um, and people are saying like no indoor gyms, but that's because it's a public gym. Probably not. And they don't want us to be around other people, but there's, there's no, nobody in there's there. not a other single soul in there. And as soon as somebody comes in, I, I call it. Yeah. Yeah. I call it. Um, so I just do what I can and then I roll out and that's what Asif does too. The great thing is, is you I've got smash like a little bottle and then hit the grappling hook like Batman. Yeah. And yeah. I go, yeah. yeah. Smoke yeah. comes out. Yeah. I roll out of there. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I've been able to gauge on the days that I have gone down, which is maybe once or twice a week only in the last week, I've gone down there twice Engaged what time they have been more trainers around and just been like, great. Well then I'll go at, you know, at 10, 15 yeah. and, and do it for a half hour. Just be careful. Cause Spielberg does listen to this show. Yes. He, uh, you don't gosh, want huge him, fan, huge fan. You don't want him, you know, knowing that you're breaking these rules and shit, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, he's, no, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. He's a huge fan. Um, but yeah, so, so, um, but only that, ate SpaghettiOs while he was filming Raiders of the Lost Ark. So he didn't get amazing. sick. Yeah. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Y'all ever heard of that one? Y'all ever heard of any of those Indiana Joneses? Um, also, also I, I don't need it. The um, Bowflex adjustable kettlebell that goes up to 40 oh, pounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. How's uh, that been? Amazing. It's a great little thing. If you, if you don't have kettlebells and you can afford this and just want one and done, buddy, this is the way to go. Um, I have a bunch of 
just regular kettlebells at home and it takes up so much more space. Yeah, dude, you're right. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I love the regular ones, uh, but this one feels great. And for what you're doing it for is pretty phenomenal. Bowflex has really locked it down as far as these adjustable weight yeah. things. I don't they, know how uh, they are on their new bikes. They have a bunch of bikes and all that stuff now, but, and I don't know what that, you know, the original are, Bowflex machine, I don't know if that's even still happening. I think that that was, I think it is, but they, they, they were just genius in marketing because you, we talked about it on the show. You looked at that thing and you wanted to do it, but it sucked, you know? Yeah. 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 But it looked amazing. Like the guy they had for, I know the guy, Owen McKibben. And then he said like, I don't use this fucking thing. And then they yeah. got in a bunch of trouble. But anyway, they definitely took advantage of their brand recognition and, and pivoted and they, they've got the the corner of the market on these adjustable things. I think it's been great for them. I heard their bike is good too. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the uh, one that you, that moves with you? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Hey gang, it's uh, Eugene here. Um, you know, part of being healthy is being mentally healthy. And, um, and there's sometimes there are things that uh, prevent you from achieving your goals. And, uh, it could be things that you're dealing with that would help with therapy. Um, so our sponsor, BetterHelp, is uh, one of those ways that could help you um, achieve your goals. I, I know for myself, uh, I'm still dealing with loss um, in my family, and I'm still dealing with uh, a, a great deal of grief. And... Um, and I, I need it in my life. Uh, I need therapy in my life. And if you do too, or you feel like you need to speak to someone's, someone, um, BetterHelp will assist you with your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And uh, they connect it in a, in a safe, private, online environment. So it's convenient for you. You don't have to worry about going to um, a... Um, you know, a lobby where there's other people there, if that's an issue for you. And also if, if you're just starting it out, um, it, it, it's always good to try out a few, uh, talk to a couple of people and, and find a person who vibes with you correctly and you feel is uh, communicating with you well. So you can communicate with somebody as in under 48 hours. Um, again, it is, uh, not a crisis helpline. It, it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done uh, securely online. So you can send a message to your counselor at any time. Um, you will get a, a thoughtful and timely response. Plus you can schedule your like weekly video or phone sessions. Like if you know, you're afraid to see somebody and you just want to talk over the phone, uh, you can do that. Um, so better help is committed committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change your counselor if you need one. So um, this is available for clients worldwide. So if the bell babies are all over the place, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to BetterHelp. Um, they have professional counselors that deal with uh, depression, stress, anger, family conflicts, uh, grief, self-esteem, LGBT matters, um, sleeping even. Um, and, uh, anything you share is obviously going to be confidential. It'll be convenient to you. Uh, it's professional and it's affordable. So please, 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 um, you know, uh, 
get some professional counseling. Uh, again, it's not a crisis outline. Um, it is not for self-help, um, but you will help yourself by, um, by going to betterhelp.com uh, slash dumbbells. So if you want to start receiving um, some counseling now and living a happier life today, uh, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Okay, there's over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health, and you can too. So go to BetterHelp, that's uh, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. Uh, all right, back to the show. You know, that's that's where I am, and that's what I'm doing. But uh, like uh, Stanger said, we are... Um, we were also curious about something that, uh, a, a style of workout, I would say, or programming, I'd say yeah. more like programming, uh, that has been uh, relatively popular, um, around, uh, and, and people are into it and, and, uh, go ahead and explain it there, Stang. Okay. So greasing the groove, um, this is, uh, this is something that's been, we've been seeing in a lot of articles. People have been talking about it. The basic premise of it is, is that you do the same exercise frequently with every set performed without going to muscular fatigue. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was made popular or invented by this guy, uh, Pavel, uh, Tatsoline or Satsoline, however you pronounce his last name. There's it's T S A T S O U L I N E. Okay. He's known for creating the, uh, the, uh, the phrase GTG or greasing the groove in his book, power to the people. So if you want, that's the source material for mm -hmm. it. If you want Eugene and I don't, we're kind of going through this with you guys right now as we speak. Um, so if you want more in depth, you can check out the book, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tell you guys the basic tenets of it and then see what we think about it. So, uh, in the book, he talks about how important it is for the neurological groove to fire in a certain sequence and intensity. Okay. Um, so GTG is not so much about breaking down muscle tissue for more growth, um, as it is about building up the neurological pathway of lifting heavy weight. Wow. So, yeah. So it's not like training and, um, I feel like I'm getting, can you hear an echo? Am I still echoing a little bit? No, no, it's maybe it's just in my brain. I had an echo earlier, guys, and then uh, Eugene fixed it for me. But then now I'm paranoid that it's still happening. I don't um, think so. Okay. So muscles are made up of many fibers, uh, which follow the all or none law, meaning they either contract or they don't. And the nervous system sends signals to the muscle fibers to contract. As the signals become more frequent, the muscle fibers uh, twitching overlap and summate to create a greater pull. The faster the signals, the greater the cumulative pull of the muscle, similar to faster revolutions of the engine uh, lead to greater power. So I guess GTG helps build this firing pattern. Um, it trains the intramuscular coordination that is needed for heavy lifts, helping the muscles get along better with each other. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. So muscle failure, it's, I think what you should take away from this is what, in what Pavel's saying is that muscle failure is not, is not important that it's unnecessary. It's actually counterproductive. And neuroscientists have known for, for a long time that if you stimulate a neural pathway, say the bench press groove, if we're looking at this GTG, the outcome is positive and future benching will be easier. So, um, the groove is being greased. So it's not so much about you 
you know, banging Going it out until you yeah. stop. It's doing it frequently enough so that the grease, the the grease, the groove gets greased. Right. Um, so it's like you know, practice makes perfect. It's like you get used to it so much that you're neurologically you understand the pattern so that you don't have to quote unquote think about it necessarily doing the right form in the right pattern on the way so up. So think way you down. nailed it with think about it because um, so the next time you do this bench press. You t- it takes the same amount of mental effort, but the result is in a heavier bench. So it's not right. anything different going on from a neurological standpoint in your brain. It's, it's just, it's, it's just that you can do heavier. Um, and so that's a training success. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and then he's saying that if your body fails, uh, to perform your brain's command, so like you're going to fatigue, the body stops, it can't do what you're saying that results in the groove getting rusty. Uh, so you're pushing as hard as usual, right? The, your limit strength, but the muscles contract uh, actually weaker than before. Um, so if you're training to failure, you're just training to fail is what he's saying. Wow. Yeah. So it's not training to failure. It's perfect practice. I like that. I like perfect practice. Yeah. I like the, the, the mentality of this quite a bit. Now, what is the, what, what is like the sample? Is there like a sample workout or something that uh, you've pulled up to show what like the style of training would be? Yeah. Then? So kind of, um, so frequent greasing. So one of the big keys to GTG is frequent work of the same exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's saying it may seem counterintuitive as we often hear how we need to avoid overtraining. However, if you're not training to failure, your bodies can afford to do the same exercise again and again later that day or even the next day. Hmm. So uh, again, he's saying you're training to utilize the nervous system or you're training the nervous system to utilize our muscles to the fullest capacity. So sa- similar to learning a language, if you only use it once a year, you'll not retain it very well. However, if you're immersed in a foreign country and use a language frequently throughout the day, you're going to learn a lot quicker. Right. Um, so one of the best ways to train for these skills and using um, greasing the groove type of a program. So he says, for example, weighted pull-ups in between sets of squats and deadlifts. So start with one to two pull-ups with a lighter weight and then later move to single repetitions uh, with the, with the weighted, like the, the heaviest weight, he probably does more, no more that do no more than five total repetitions and none to failure. And then at night, come back and try to do a form a few more. Um, again, don't do them to fatigue and try to attempt each one as if it were a skilled practice. And then every once in a while, so say you were doing 40 kilograms with of weight before every once in a while, put the 48 kilogram kettlebell kettlebell on the belt and, uh, and it'll go up actually easily. So, so it's just kind of like peppering these things in. You do yeah. like a little bit, like all throughout the day. Uh, and then he's got this other thing every hour on the hour. Uh, f- so for strict press, um, you could put a kettlebell in your office or wherever you're, you know, wherever you're spending your day and every few hours, uh, shut the door and press it a few times on each side. Instead of every minute on the minute type of workout, you call it every hour on the hour. So you're just banging out a few, a few reps every couple of hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, a deadlift. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can have like a deadlift bar, you know, where you're spending most of your day and kind of just bang out a few here and there. Um, but anything you kind of, anything you want to do, handstand pushups, one arm pushups, 
other difficult- Even just probably push-ups. Uh, yeah. You know, if people are just starting out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, push-ups, but I guess this is even a good way to do uh, difficult body weight movements are too, because it's like, how do you get good at those things? Right. Right. You can, you can use this kind of greasing the groove methodology of the E-H-O-H, which is every hour on the hour. Um, yeah. So, and wow. then it's also, you know, the, the, in, in expounding on the benefits of it and why it could work, it's this kind of fresh all the time, easy strength. So one of the goals of GTG is to stay fresh all the time. Um, Got it. And, and, you know, we're saying, and he's saying the more difficult ones, but if push-ups and sit-ups or, you know, lunges and stuff like that, even body weight stuff is challenging, you know, then that's a good thing to even start doing this every hour on the hour type, you know, to just kind of get your body moving. Yeah, uh, totally. Pull-ups with GTG. Um, everybody wants to know how to do a strict pull-up. Mm -hmm. uh, accomplishing a strict pull-up can make people very happy. So if a pull-up can't be completed... Uh, then a ring row is a perfect alternative. However, jumping pull-ups where the person jumps up and lets him or herself pull down slowly are a great way to build strength for a future pull-up. That way you get the eccentric position of the movement and it's an excellent strength builder. So when doing jumping pull-ups, only do a few at a time and focus on going down as slowly as possible through your sticky points. If you have a difficult time with getting your chin over the bar, then focus on holding that part for as long as possible on the way down. Over time, try to make the way down slower and slower. Uh, an ideal plan would be to do about one, uh, one quality negative pull, negative pull up every 10 minutes while working out other body parts for a grand total of five in a workout. You do this every day and a strict pull up should come very soon. Wow. Yeah. That's great. That's a great way of trying to get that strict pull-up. I remember, um, who was it that wanted to make sure that they could do some pull-ups? Um, uh, on a, a lot on of a people. Past, a lot of people on past episodes uh, as guests. Um, oh, uh, Hollywood Handbook. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was it Hayes? Yeah, it was Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Hayes Davenport. Well, we'll have to send him some, uh, I can send him this book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they, he's, he's saying that it's not hype. It's not a hypertrophy type of program, but rather a way to build the muscle firing patterns, uh, for a max effort. I, now this, you know, that's focusing on more of the strength component sure. of it. I'm curious as to the aesthetics, you know, so maybe, um, you know, and that may be, you know, this is like the world we live in to where everybody cares about how they look. Yes. And so it may not, um, it may not get as much traction and maybe this kind of training to failure thing has become the adopted practice because it yields the best aesthetic results. Yes. But, um, I think there's always some benefit to doing both and I don't know what it would do for you aesthetically. Yeah. You know? But yeah. you know, and, and, and I know everybody is so focused on the aesthetic and I mean, obviously I am too. And, uh, anybody who they want to see the, effort that they've put into it. But, you know, when you're starting strength and which is also another one, um, starting strength, but, um, when you are looking to begin your journey, as far as skills, then this is more of the focus of getting your strength and skill work in rather than looking towards aesthetics. Yeah. I would think it yeah. sounds like that immediately. So if you've allowed yourself to at this time, not focus on the aesthetics and just work, uh, thinking about 
the, um, the, the movements and making sure that you're getting your form correct. I think this is right on board for you, you know, and, and maybe you have been working on aesthetics for so long that this is a nice break, you know, yeah. to just kind of be like, well, I've been so focused on making sure that you can see the V or seeing that you can see my lats or seeing that you can see my, you know, um, my traps or any of that stuff that now, why don't I, you know, and I'm just doing shrugs all day. Why don't I try to figure out how to do the shrugs you know, every hour on the hour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And slow them down, yeah. you know, slow them down. I mean, that's been always, this kind of falls into that category. That is a thing that even in, um, you know, the working out till failure and all that stuff, when it's, about slowing down your form and about like the three second pause. And it's yeah. about the, uh, you know, three seconds up, three seconds down. It's time all under about tension and all that time under tension and just really focusing, focusing on strength. And, and instead of going all the way until you can't do that anymore, you usually use that for a lighter weight just so that you're focusing on the movement. So that is in, in, in an essence, kind of like the cousin to the greasing the groove mentality, I think. Yeah. And, and to be clear, I don't, I don't know the, um, the, what the science is on how it would look as it might, yeah. it might, you might look ripped from it. I don't know, you know, shit. It, yeah, could, I it mean, could be. What I would love is, um, for any of the bell babies out there that do the GTG, uh, method of training right now, if, uh, you know, how you feel about it, what, what, uh, what has what been you've the noticed? Yeah, what the pros and cons and how does it affect you strength-wise and how it's affected you aesthetically? Yeah, longest yard, pros versus the cons. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's a weird prison league, though, like that the yeah. uh, the correctional officers play in. So is It's a neat premise, though. It's, a, it's great. It's a really cool premise. Um, I I mean the the Burt Reynolds one is fucking amazing, but I even enjoyed the Sandler one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's too. some funny stuff in there. Yeah, it's solid. It was um, it was weird to see Burt Reynolds play Scarborough though, where it's just like you you're just so used to him as Paul Crew, but um, it worked. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate it. Uh, yeah, cool. So yeah, GTG. Let us know, guys. Yeah, I mean, for the, I think for there's the, definitely something to it. It's just like you absolutely. know, for for people that are wanting to do pull ups, it comes up all the time. And yeah. then you think, well, what do you do? Do you just do ten pull? You can't fucking do one. And then this this guy's technique of just you you know, even if you just add it into your normal workout, right? You're hitting five really strict over the course of the workout, and then maybe one or two that night or something. And then and just the, and the, slowly yeah. but surely. I think the timing thing is is new to us of like the idea of doing it all day or twice a day or re, you know, um, or doing muscles again in like a two a day type thing. I think that's what is strikes me as different. But the idea of um, negative resistance training for pull-ups has always been kind of a thing. If you can't do a pull-up, then yeah. do the negative. Right. You know, um, uh, and I, I'm kind of, I'm glad that, um it's kind of taken away if possible from doing like a banded pull up because then you don't feel, you know, that resistance is uh, when you get to the top is almost too helpful. Yeah. You know, it's also, um, it's a barrier for entry for a lot of people. Cause it's like, I'm not going to fucking put this band on and I, I don't have access yeah. to that and I don't want to do it and cause a scene. And, you know, I saw a guy get shot through the roof one time, the band sure, sure, blew sure. through the roof and he ended up landing on another building. He was safe. 
Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Another person used it as a swing and they were just kind of like, they thought right. it was a Sunday afternoon over here. Yeah. <laughs> and I needed to get on that, on that rack. <laughs> so, yeah. So that happens. But, um, Bell Babies, please, if you do GTG, hit us up. Let us know how you feel about it. Let us know what you think about it. Um, for the other Bell Babies who have already reached out, over email or through DM or whatever. Um, let's um, let's let's talk to them. Let's answer a couple of these. Okay, this comes to us from um, uh, Super Dino Mike. Cool nice. name, dude. Great name. I uh, when I was growing up, I had to say my middle name in class one time, and my middle name is Stone, which is fu- which is fu- my son's name now. But for is my mom's last name. For some reason, I was embarrassed by it because kids would have you know, Jonathan or something as her middle name. Sure. So when it got to me and they asked what my middle name was, I said it was Dino Boy. (laughs) 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 That was my answer for, you know, like, I don't want to have an embarrassing middle name. Um, Dino Boy. Uh, He says, I'm fine with my weight. This this comes up a lot. I just want to shift where I'm carrying it uh, from my, from like my gut and handles to my muscles. Is this realistic? Should I be in a calorie deficit? Should I get up and drive off a mountain road? (laughs) Man, I can relate. Super Dino Mike. You're not, you're not alone in this. You aren't the first person to ask this question. Uh, You're not going to love the answer because um, it's, it's not the way you think it is. It's not the way you can't just slide the weight around in your body. Uh, So, you know, this stuff will happen. Like your body composition can and will improve if you get yourself into active fat loss. Um, But it's just going to be you losing adipose tissue from the areas that you don't want it. And then hopefully building up the muscle in the areas that you do. And how does that look? Well, like you're on the right track. It comes from a calorie deficit and then it comes from, you know, resistance training. And that's really the only way you can do that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty simple, straightforward. And just like, yeah. Um, but the deficit does help. And also uh, working those specific muscles will help. Yeah. And, um, you know, as you start this, continue on this journey, wherever you're at with it, um, uh, some food for thought, pardon the pun. <laughs> um, you, uh, I found, and this is just anecdotal. And I think Eugene can relate to this. Wherever you want to lose it is usually the last place it leaves from. So, yeah. and also the first place you put it on feels like the last place it leaves. So you will be, you know, you'll be watching your calories. You'll be eating clean. You'll be exercising. Your arms will get lean. Your face will get lean. Your ears will get lean, your toes. Mm-hmm. And then finally, when you're just about to quit, then it'll start to go off your gut and your love handles. It's a problem yeah. area for guys. And then when you when you inevitably relax at some point, that's where the weight will come back on. First, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's what truly maddening. Um, yeah. So, you know, just bear in mind with that while, you know, so stay, stay on it, don't give up, it'll happen. And then, um, you know, if you pick the kind of exercise that you're doing, uh, do stuff that's, you know, that's better, that that's good calorie burners and that's hormonally intelligent. So a lot of multi-joint exercises, a lot of standing barbell stuff, um, that'll help you build a lot of muscle, but then it'll also help you burn a lot of calories too. That'll help with a calorie deficit. Great. Oh, um, also speaking of resistance training and stuff, um, uh, a couple of weeks back on our 
Instagram, Brian asked what the name of the adjustable bench was that you recommended for me. Oh yeah. Uh, I, for, we uh, I think uh, we, we got to even just giving, you know, I'm, I, you bought it over Amazon. Yeah. And um, so just to kind of have that, um, what is that, that name of that so that we can uh, recommend it. Yes. Recommend it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't, it's, it's called fly something. I'm asking Nancy to look at it right now. My wife is going to yeah. look at it so we can, I got another question. Um, hold, hold tight on the bench thing. Oh, here, uh, the le MZ, any core routine recommendations? The le MZ wants to know any core hmm. recommendations. I, I got to tell you, man, I like a lot of the Peloton core classes, Oh yeah. Those are like, um, you can, you can get the app. You could, I'm sure they're running, they're always running specials on the app. So you could literally get this app, um, and try it out, do one of their free specials and you'll just remember the shit that they do in the core. You know, you don't need to keep doing new core routines, right? But any one of their five or 10 minute programs, I like Emma Lovewell. She has a bunch of good core programs. Um, but they have five, 10 minute, 10 minute routines that, they're dynamic, static, active, you know, all, all the stuff you want. And you'll be able to pick up a lot of shit because sometimes 10 minutes is just too long for me, but I've, I've borrowed a lot of what they, you know, what they've thrown into their core routines and then just kind of yeah. do it on my own. And but then it's nice having somebody take you through them too. But they, you know, they do, um, they, they go through the classics. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of uh, plank work. It's a lot of side plank stuff. It's a lot of, you know, Russian twists, um, things like that. And, uh, you know, it's a mix of like Tabata style where it's like 20 seconds on 10 seconds off, um, you know, and, and doing it that way to doing it slow and, um, uh, slow and, and focused and, uh, also, uh, like, V sets and things like that. I mean, um, I think the best thing is to, um, is to maybe get the Peloton app. If you don't want to do that, go on YouTube and look up ones that are, are relatively short. Um, you don't need to, you know, do a bunch of ab exercises, a bunch. It usually should be some kind of finisher, anything around five to 10 minutes, uh, at the end of the workout, because hopefully you're using your core throughout your workout otherwise. So, um, to just kind of warm up that part of your body, you should be doing that in, uh, at the end of your workout. And, um, to help with core exercises. This is not a specific thing, but I know that I preach it a bunch, but make sure that it's part of your pre-workout routine, like your stretching routine, your, uh, your warm up routine. So that you're doing things like scorpions where, you know, you're, you're Scorpion stretching out wins wins. Did you watch it yet? Yeah. Stone and I watched it. So fun. It was fun. Dude. Brutal, yeah. brutal, <laughs> yeah. brutal, but fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, scorpions, um, roll-ups, um, uh, like even a squat hold, like a goblet squat hold will, will fire your, your core up, even Russian twists, anything like that, that you're just slowing your movements to start your workout. Then your, your core is engaged and, and fired up for the workout, whatever you're doing. So, you know, just be mindful of that. Uh, and then just a little five, 10 minute, um, finisher at the end of your workout would, would be, you know, good. 
and that's anything, that's anything from, you know, just doing regular sits, sit-ups to V-ups to bicycles. Like any of those things, if you do those, you know, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off for five minutes, just one of those each day uh, that you work out, that's, that's enough of a routine to uh, keep you motivated for a little while until you find one that you really like. Hell yeah. Fired up. Uh, okay last one here uh eugene i'm curious your thoughts on this ian the lang do you have any recommendations for those wanting to advance from the strong lifts format absolutely love it but after a few years felt the need to change it up i've been doing the 531 program for a couple of months and i uh and love it as it still focuses on building strength in the major lifts but also has a program that focuses on aesthetics as well was curious if you know about that or similar upgrades quote unquote upgrades from the strong lifts format but that still has a focus on building strength with correct form um i uh there's a couple of things uh if you are using the Strong Lifts apps app, which is great, it's not very expensive. I think you buy it for the year. Um, you can uh, look at look at the um, accessories that you can add to it. Accessories, 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 accessories. Acces- yeah, that you can ass- you accessories. Uh, I don't know, um, but either way, if you have the app, you paid for the app, and you have like a Strong Lifts Pro or whatever they call it. Um, you can hit like the little plus symbol or um, add additional exercises. And then there's a list of things that you can put at the end or put throughout. And these include things like pull-ups or curls or, um, or other lifts. And then that way you're still doing your five by five, but then you're also using, you're doing some accessory workouts as well. Um, so uh, if you like the way that it is formed, but you also want to add other types of lifts, in there, they're available through that. Um, and you can break those up through days. If you're doing the three days a week, five by five, then, um, you know, on your, on your first days on day one workout, it would be doing, you know, maybe adding, um, pull-ups and tricep, um, pull-downs and things like that. Um, and then on day two, it'll be adding things like maybe another lunge or, um, or, or basically anything else that you would want to do, yeah. uh, since you're doing a bench press already, I think on day two and in, in that setup, then, uh, you know, maybe it would be something focused on your back or, an, uh, or like doing flies or another, you know, uh, but they have, they have additional ones. If you look at that, um, that plus, uh, if you, if you add some of the things and, and then it can just be added to your app and you do it at the end. So, uh, it just, it makes it a little bit easier to kind of, uh, k- keep going with what you're doing and then add on that strength. Love it. I have the bench. Okay. So this bench that I got, um, through Amazon, 120 bucks Flybird bench through Amazon. Flybird. It's, it's list price is like 270, which is way too much to to spend for it, but it's always on sale or seemingly always on sale for about 120. Um, and listen, it's not anything, f- it's not like a Cybex bench. It's not a commercial thing, but it's, um, it's easily adjustable. It comes almost all put together. 
and uh, it's somehow sturdy. I mean, it's like it's a flimsy piece of shit, but it's sturdy. So it's it's the perfect, very minimal commitment for like a home gym thing. Uh, and but you'd not, probably want to you'd probably vouch for it around 130 bucks. Yes, for but anytime it's more than that. Anytime it's like, more than that, look, look for something similar. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so yeah, and there's a lot in this kind of price range, and they can be yeah. real dicey. And so this is just me having used it, and so it's a very minimal commitment. If you're really investing in a like a, a like a, a nicer high end home gym, you yeah. know, you may want to look into uh, you know, like the hoist or or life fitness or one of those brands is just really expensive. So this, this one is just like super cheap. So don't, you know, don't at me if it's, you know, if yeah. it's not to your liking, it's not like it's this fucking, you know, it's not like a Cybex thing or something. And I'm sure because of that, you want to use it for what it's used for. You probably don't want to do too many step ups on it or any I box think it, jumps I on do it. Step ups on it. Think, I, I wouldn't yeah. do box jumps. Probably not, but step ups is okay. And, uh, you know, and like pistol squats off of it and that kind of thing. Yeah. So there, it comes with like this weird, um, like those weird, uh, foam pads that go where you could tuck your feet under and that feels a little flimsy to me. So I don't really use that, but it's very easily adjustable from flat bench to multiple levels of incline and and straight up. And it, it, and it's, it's comfortable and sturdy and feels balanced. You know, I don't feel like it doesn't have the foam thing so that you can also add like a plate on it and do leg stuff. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, pretty, pretty limited there. No, it has it so that I think you can tuck your feet underneath and, do, and do like abs or something off. Yeah. 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 But I, I never use those and it, it, th- those do not feel sturdy to me on there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But as far as just like it's basic bench design, it's good. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't put your feet in there if you were doing a decline bench or something? Um, I don't, I don't know if it goes, I don't know if it goes to decline. Oh, it does. So it's either flat to, so it's a flat to incline. Flat to incline. Yeah. Copy. It might, it might go. I don't think it but does. But you haven't used it in that way if it does. Even if it does, you haven't. I have not, no. Uh, I don't think it does go incline. It's just, it's just, um, and it like, it does fold up so you can like put it under your bed or, or, or in the oh, side of the room. Oh, it folds up that small. It folds, it folds up, up flat. that low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, might not quite fit under, but depends on how high up your bed is. Okay. I'm looking at it now. Um, and it says it's, um, it's 159. Oh, but I'm in Canada. So that might be. The Canadian price for, for it, which means, oh, here's Flybird bestseller. It's the Flybird adjustable bench, utility weight bench for full body workout, multi-purpose, foldable, foldable, incline, decline bench. Oh yeah, it does. I guess it does go. 129. Yeah. It has that little foamy thing for the legs. Yeah. Um, 129. Yeah. 129. There, there you go. So, uh, and it's got 11,000 reviews. So... I mean, that you know. could be there. That sounds to me like they're working. Yeah, that's a, a lot of work that they're doing to make that happen. But um, uh, I also am looking on here as just I'm pulling down, and there's also one that is from Marcy, and that's an adjustable bench. And, um, you know, I, I've I've had their flat bench for a long time, and it works really well. But, you know, a flat bench is just like a table. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they just need some good iron on there, and it doesn't fall over. So I don't know how I'd feel about their adjustable, but um, Flybird seems like they're they're doing it. And, you know, their people are, um, are reviewing themselves 10,000 times. So... <laughs> 
you know, they, they've at least got time. So hopefully they have their stuff in stock. Um, but yeah, check that out. That's a good, that's a good, um, plug for them. Don't use dumbbells because uh, like our promo code, because we are not sponsored by them. We're not affiliated with them. If you hurt yourself, that is not our fault on you, on you, baby boy. Um, great. Well, we feel good about all of this. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to talk about what I'm doing and also, um, you know, be candid about where I am mentally in it. And, uh, and, you know, I want all the bell babies out there to also feel that way, um, to reach out to us. You know, if you, again, if you have other questions, um, comments or, um, you know, uh, or you're going through something and you need, you need to talk to us about it and ask us our opinion. We're happy to do that. Um, we are the dumbbells on all social media, the dumbbells, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, so feel free to DM us, reach out to us on that. Um, also, um, if you want to email us and ask us a longer form question, or it's just easier to type it all out on your computer, go ahead and do that at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Type it out. You got the email address. Yeah. Uh, on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero up in Canada, uh, where you can now get Magic Spoon, Mm-hmm. Uh, we would like to, and all the wonderful folks that wrote in questions. Thank you for those yes. questions. Keep them coming. We love to answer them. They're all good questions. The only dumb question is, is the one from Stanger. Yep. That's right. <laughs> is questions about Eugene's family's <laughs> pet monkey in the Philippines, uh, have talked about it on other podcasts and people agree with you. And I definitely, uh, am spreading the, uh, the annoyance Anywhere I can. <laughs> Big wake of annoyance coming from Stanger. On behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. And, you know, you got a monkey, take some, take some notes on it. Oh, God. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>